Welcome to JK's Seek to Understand podcast. I'm JK. If you're a new listener, this podcast is about social life hacks within sales, business, parenting, and all relationships. Learn word tracks, strategies, and communication tips and tricks that can be instantly applied to life. These tools I've gathered over the years from bosses, leaders, friends, and peers, and I wanted to share them with you. Every episode will leave you with a real social tool to take with you in 20 minutes or less. These tools will help you to be successful in every corner of your life. Come take the first step to understanding why we seek to understand. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the pilot episode. We discussed our name and our values. We hope you were able to apply some or all what we talked about and we would love to hear your comments. We will refer back to what we learned in the pilot episode often, so if this is your first time listening to us, I would highly recommend going and listening to episode one. It was intended to lay down the pathway of expectations of what you all can expect from this channel. Today, we will be talking about the three what's strategy and an old saying that I learned a long time ago uh, what it means and uh, how to internalize it and understand it last episode I described this channel using what we call the three what strategy you may not have caught on but it's built in such a way to where you should never question it This strategy is very simple to start using right away. Not only is it pretty easy, but it will improve your communication skills tremendously. I describe what this channel is, what this channel is going to do, and what it means to you. What it is, what it does, and what it means to you. This strategy will take time to translate your thoughts into this context. However, once you get the hang of it, Chances are you will get the point, you'll get to the point of doing it without even realizing it. The great thing about this strategy, if you can practice it off stage, well, let me, uh, let me stop for a moment. You will hear me say on stage or off stage a lot. What it really means is, um, is it game time or is it practice? Are we on stage, dressed, ready to go? Or are we practicing, making mistakes, adjusting? So you'll hear me say that on stage, off stage. I just want to make sure we understood what I was meaning there. Some of the things we'll, we'll teach you here in, in the near future will require you to think quickly and react, which allows for higher chance of error. This can be practiced and rehearsed multiple times before you actually start saying it to the intended party or person best uses for the strategy would be um, to describe a product you're selling, the chores your kids do or don't do, getting that new handbag or power tool, or just simply getting your way. <laughs> nobody, uh, nobody starts listening until you tell them what's in it for them. Uh, my friends and old work friends, we used to joke and say everybody's favorite radio station is WIIFM. What's in it for me? 
what it is, what it does, what it means to you. Take this and apply it to all corners of your life. This was created to keep a simple guideline of communication rules that anybody can do and understand whether you're the one speaking it or listening to it. Now, this won't solve all of your communication problems, but it will smooth them out and start you on the path of being an expert communicator. What it is, what it does, what it means to you. Here are some examples. Getting your kids to do chores. Example one. Cleaning your room is putting your clothes away and getting rid of any trash. By doing this, you will make me happy and proud of you as a parent. This means that not only will you make me proud of you, but you will have a nice clean space that you can be proud of as well and still get your allowance. All right, breaking that statement down. It sounds simplistic, but everything was put in there for a reason. We set our expectations on what actually cleaning your room meant. We made sure the child would receive praise mentally and financially. Nothing is left to question. This child should now understand that once all clothes are put away and trash is gone, that the task has been completed. But we did not say make your bed and start your laundry. The child did not know that this was also part of cleaning the room. Can you as a parent be mad when you did not even ask for it? Perhaps assume they knew this? No, you can't, unless you ask for it up front. That's the clarity three what's give people that you're talking to. Don't leave questions and make sure you are clear in your expectations. Example two, selling an extended warranty. And I know some of you may have laughed a bit, but maybe we can help someone out there sell an extended warranty to someone over the phone. Who knows? Maybe some of them are listening now. This is an extended service contract for your used car. It's going to fix your car when it breaks. What that means to you is when your vehicle does break, you don't have to worry about how much this is going to cost you because it will be covered. Now, it is actually okay to say what what the what's, right? You can say what it actually says, what it means to you. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. If anything, it probably makes it a little bit more clear. Now, selling any type of insurance is difficult. Trust me, I have been there. But here's a little pro tip. If you sell any type of insurance or intangible products, erase the word if from your vocabulary. Erase it. Forget it. Bury it. Get rid of it. Replace it with when. It's when your car breaks when you get into a car accident, when bad bad weather hits your house. I know, it's a bit dark. As you all get to know me a little better, I tend to get a little dark. But there's no, there's a, a little bonus for our finance and insurance salespeople out there. 
you're welcome. Example three, asking your spouse for a name brand handbag. It's a beautiful Gucci handbag. It will hold everything I need and then some. This means you don't have to worry about getting me something for my birthday. (laughs) Now, this is meant in good humor, but the strategy still applies and it works the same. It has endless uses. The three what's really equate to the why. If all you said was clean your room, buy this extended warranty, I want a new handbag. Because the lack of information, the human in us takes over. And instead of asking for more information because we don't understand, we simply say no as a triggered mental response. More about this in later episodes. But if we give them all the information up front, allowing them to truly make an educated decision, your chances for a yes drastically increase. Not 100%, but it will increase. You heard me say the quote, in the lack of information, we make stuff up in our heads. A great sales trainer I encountered early in my career used this expression and it clicked with me instantly. And I've been spreading and teaching it to anyone I can ever since. It's the reason the three what's exist. You first heard me say this in the previous episode. In the lack of information, we will make stuff up in our head. This happens to us every day. The worst part about it is the things we tend to make up in our heads is typically the absolute worst case scenario. It's our brain's defense mechanism protecting us. Because if you do get the information needed, ideally it's not as bad as you were envisioning. When people pass away suddenly, we always have questions, right? Why? Because we don't have all the information for closure. We take what we can get and internalize it and deal and eventually, hopefully, come to some closure. How about this example? Every day at work, you typically have, let's say, two to three interactions with your boss. Most of the time, it's about work and occasionally about personal or at-home life. But suddenly, he or she has not spoken a word to you for a week. What's everybody going to do? Time to make stuff up in our head, people. Oh my god, he or she mad at me? Oh no, am I getting fired? Is he or she getting fired? Did I do something wrong? We freak out and begin to create scenarios that would make sense if they were true. Turns out, he or she had a personal issue going on at home that strained them to the point where they did not want to talk to anybody or didn't have time to. But what did we do? (laughs) We went straight to DEFCON 1. Why? Because we did not have enough information to understand why there were no interactions for a week. Seek to understand. Now, to take a small step further, any of you good or aspiring to be good leaders out there, would you want any of your employees to feel this way? 
The answer, I hope, was no. So what could have the what could have the boss in the example done differently? The answer is the three what's. The boss would have been able to practice and rehearse this as well, like we talked about. If that boss came to the staff or that individual and said, team, I have some personal issues I'm dealing with. What it is. This is going to take a lot of my time and resources. What it does. So for the next week or two, I may seem disconnected or quiet. Don't take it the wrong way and you have done nothing wrong. Just have patience with me. What it means to you. As employees, you have been given enough information to not really make stuff up in your head. Maybe speculate what the personal issue is, but you're not at DEFCON 1 worried about yourself, are you? Imagine if this was a parental unit and a child. What would the child be thinking if the parents stopped talking to them for a... Stop talking to them. Or a new relationship where one person decides to ghost the other. Ghosting is one of my biggest pet peeves. Leaving people to wonder with their own thoughts is the most cases worse than telling them the truth. (laughs) Nobody will get better unless you tell them and let them know what they're doing wrong. Sure, it's easy to ignore texts and calls. And it's happened to all of us. And I bet... We have done it ourselves. It doesn't feel good. Now in the cases of mean, hurtful, or offensive communication, yes, don't talk to those people. But not responding to someone out of your own fear of confrontation? Grow up. Be an adult and help someone get better and better themselves. Don't be a part of the problem. Be part of the solution. What is this teaching our future generations? That when it gets tough, just ignore it and hope it goes away? No face your problems head on and take pride into finding solutions. Okay. Sorry about getting on top of my soapbox there, but it's upsetting me. I hate ghosting. Absolutely hate it. All right. Back on topic. Here's a tough one to combat in the real world. Let's pretend you have taken on the three what's and applied them and have become a three what expert. But we all know you will not get the three what's from everybody else. How do we get the information needed so we do not make stuff up in our head? Well, it's very simple. Just ask questions. A common misperception of asking questions is you don't want to feel stupid or incompetent. Now saying, I don't know, or what, or why, are short and not directed anywhere, therefore leaving the other person making stuff up in their head. Bad circle. Don't do it. It's not how we're going to gather the information we need. Our next episode, we will discuss questions that will allow you to get the information you seek without feeling stupid or incompetent. We're going to wrap it up here, Um, but I I want to end and leave you with this. In our life, if we can make sure we are always giving people 
the three what's and always seeking to understand. Think about how that will improve all of our relationships and ultimately being more and more C-E-C-L. Consistent, empathetic, clear, and listening to people. C-E-C-L. Consistent, empathetic, clear, listening. As we discussed last episode. All right, let's recap. We learned what the three what's are, what it is, what it does, and what it means to you. How we can apply this to so much of our lives. We learned how in the lack of information, we make stuff up in our heads. How people deal with it mentally. And finally, don't ghost people. That's all for now. More like this in future episodes. Please follow, rate, and comment. We would love to hear how you all are applying these social life hacks to your life, the challenges you encountered, and the successes. Until next time, remember to always live life like it's your family's or friend's last day on earth. And always seek to understand. Goodbye for now.